Welcome back, everyone. I'm your host, Landon Pobrin. This is the L2 Fitness and Business Podcast, and today we are going to jump into a topic that I am super passionate about, spent over a decade in this industry, and it is going to be 10 ways to generate more leads from your website today. So I'm going to give you a checklist for 10 quick fixes to stop losing potential customers and convert more leads from your website today, not tomorrow, but today. And this is going to be available. You can download this so that you can reference it. You'll be able to get a link to all of the tools that I mentioned. Just go to landonp.com slash 34. It's episode 34. That'll be linked up in the show notes. But once again, landonp.com slash 34 to download this checklist. All right, so we're going to jump in here. So I'm super passionate about this. So, you know, I want you to know, you know, why should you care? When you when you really get down to it, you know, I I owned and operated a successful web design and online marketing agency for over a decade. And then from there, I actually transitioned into my career as a personal trainer and online nutrition coach. So through the years, I really perfected my craft and I found the best methods to integrate all of my previous skill sets from web design and digital marketing and integrate that into fitness. So now what I do today is I work to help fitness professionals overcome their most frustrating hurdle, which is generating leads. So I put together this 10-point checklist to show you how to optimize your website to generate more inquiries, to get them into your inbox, and to stop losing potential customers to your competition because there is absolutely nothing worse than that. All right, so I'm going to give you a little overview of what we're going to be going over today. So we're going to go over optimizing your loading times, opt-ins, call-to-actions, apply for coaching buttons, social proof, authority, doing everything is doing nothing, the photos, your story, and the structure and layout. So we're going to be covering a ton of stuff today. So we're going to, we're going to roll right in. And I just want you to know that if your website or your landing page that you're using is lacking in any of these 10 areas, you really need to stop all of your marketing efforts, address these ASAP, because if you're sending people through your marketing to this and it's broken you you know you're you're pretty much lighting your your marketing dollars on fire so if you're doing paid advertising and sending clients to your website or landing pages and you're suffering from any of these issues fix these issues first and then resume your paid advertising all right so we're going to jump right in so number 1 optimizing your loading times so i don't know if if you're anything like me you've gone to a website and if it takes a few seconds to load you you stop you close it you click back and you go to the next result in google that is the first thing that is going to happen so your website is useless if people are not staying on it so the loading time is your first opportunity to lose a potential customer so i know it's sad but it's true and you know you've been there before you've done it, it takes more than a few seconds you know, you're on to the next one. So if your website is taking too long to load, you're immediately you losing, you know, that potential customer to your competition. So my action step for you here is, you know, you need to analyze your loading time. So 
you can use a tool like Pingdom or you know something like that that's going to tell you how long your website is taking to load. And just so you guys know, these all of these tools that I'm going to reference, you know, just go to the website. You're going to be able to get access to this guide. And uh, I'm going to run through a ton of stuff. I'm going to give you an action steps. I'm going to give you tools to use for every single one of these items. So don't worry about trying to remember them all. You just go go to the website, download the guide, and you'll be able to get them there. But um, you know, nine times out of ten, the issue with loading times is usually your your image size. So you know, I've done this for a long time. I know that people don't know how to optimize their photos. So there's there's a lot of tools. Um, one is called uh, TinyPNG.com that can compress those images for you, which is really going to help when it comes down to trying to optimize those loading times. And this is actually something that uh, Google takes into consideration for its ranking algorithm. So if your website is taking a long time to load, it might hinder your, your search engine rankings as well. So, all right, guys, so let's roll into number two. And number two is an opt-in. So you might be thinking, you know, wait, Landon, you know, what, what is an opt-in? So, you know, an opt-in is commonly referred to as a lead magnet or something that you provide a potential customer in exchange for their email address. So, you know, realistically, I'm telling you to go to my website, download this checklist. Obviously, I'm asking for your email address. So this is an opt-in. Um, and, you know, this... You know, this simple act provides you with a multitude of ways to continue to market to this new lead. So just a few examples. Once they download it, you're going to take them to a thank you page. From that thank you page, you can upsell them into coaching or into related products that you offer. You can also have call to actions within your lead magnet, which might be they might start reading through it, get to the bottom, find a ton of value in it, and then click to contact you to, to work with you further. And then also within the, once you get their email address, now you have the ability to market to them via email. And building your email list is a key driver behind um, creating and offering a lead magnet. So as you build your email list, you can begin to market, you can begin to market to them through, well, you guessed it, email. And Email marketing is a tremendously powerful tool to continually educate, indoctrinate, build trust, and sell to your potential customers. So, but before you begin to market to them through email, you need to get them onto your email list. So gone are the days of, you know, subscribe to my email newsletter. You know, other than your mom, nobody really gives a shit about your email newsletter. They want value. A newsletter doesn't provide them any value. It doesn't, you know, what's in it for them. That's what they're thinking. So you want to provide them with some sort of value, which is what you're going to give them in your lead magnet or opt-in. And then, you know, with enough value, they're going to give you their email in exchange for it. So, you know, the the action step behind this is going to be to start thinking about a potential opt-in that you can provide to your audience. So a couple examples, this could be an ebook, this could be a checklist, this could be a webinar or an educational video series, it could be a free downloadable program. The, the opportunities are endless when it comes to creating a, a lead magnet, but the key is value. And it's not something you need to spend like, you know, six months and 10,000 hours creating. You know, you can usually create something, you know, fairly, fairly simple, but is leading with value. It's what you want to think about perceived value. Now, once we have an opt-in, it's not just enough to have it. 
on your website, it should be positioned above the fold, which allows it to be you know easily and quickly found when somebody lands or is on your website or landing page. And in a world of instant gratification, very few people are going to take the time to kind of, you know, quote unquote, find something on your website. So you want to make it as easy as possible for them to find it. So just, you know, a few tools you can use, you know, if you don't have a website and you need to put together a landing page, um, you know, you can use something like ClickFunnels. I've got a 14 day free trial that's linked up in the guide. Uh, You know, you've got ConvertKit, which is email marketing software. That's what I personally use. You know, you could use something like ActiveCampaign as well or MailChimp, which is free. Um, If you need to design something, you could use something like Canva. Or if you need to hire a designer, you could use something like Fiverr, which you can find really affordable graphic design on. All right, so now let's roll into number three. Number three is CTAs or call to actions. So you've probably heard this term thrown around a lot. You know, if you see CTA, it's short for call to action. And CTAs are a vital part of not only your website, but all of your marketing material. And your website should definitely contain a strong call to action, and it should be extremely easy to find. So, you know, this is what I want you to really think about. You know, the people visiting your website are kind of like a herd of cattle. They are only going to go where they are directed to go. So, you know, what action do you want somebody to take? Do you want them to apply for coaching? Do you want them to join your Facebook group? If you don't direct these people, they're not going to take the action. So, you know, always think about that when you are putting together a call to action. So, you know, action step for you on the homepage, you know, or any of your landing pages, they should contain a very clear and easy to find call to action. You know, at a minimum, it should be placed, you know, above the fold, you know, top right is a very solid place to drop that. Um, you know, just a pro tip for there, you know, don't stop with just your website, you want to implement, you know, call to actions on your blog posts on, you know, each email with through an email marketing campaign through your Instagram posts, your IG stories, you know, you know, these can be used everywhere and should be used everywhere for effective marketing. So just a few tools. Uh, When you're using your call to actions, you could use something like Bitly or Google Analytics, which is going to track, you know, people that are taking action on that so that you can actually start to track, you know, how effective is this and how much is it generating you. So moving on to number four, number four is an apply for coaching button. So this is kind of an extension of number three and kind of builds upon call to actions, but you know, apply for coaching just isn't a call to action. It is a very clear and specific call to action. And this is kind of where we start to dig into the psychology of sales and asking somebody to apply is a little bit different than just presenting them with the opportunity to contact you. So don't get me wrong. You can still have a contact page on your website, but if you're working as a fitness professional, you want to make your primary contact or call to action apply for coaching. And, you know, you want to have this in the, you know, I said, uh, the primary call to action top right of your website, that's where you want to have that apply for coaching button. And, you know, this wording helps, you know, kind of establish you as a little bit of an authority. You want them to know that they have to apply to work with you, you're interviewing them just as much as they're interviewing you. And that kind of makes you a little bit more sought after than somebody that's just kind of striving to get, you know, every sale. And, you know, once again, if you want to track, you know, which web, which page on your website is generating more of these, if you want to test different wordings and things like that, you, know, you could use Google Analytics or Bitly. 
These are also great if you want to, something like Bitly, if you want to start to track links that you're using through other mediums like um, different websites or you know your email marketing campaigns and things like that. So uh, we're going to roll right into number five. And number five is social proof. So social proof can be, you know, testimonials or before and after photos. You know, there's a multitude of things that kind of classify as social proof. But this is one of the most powerful ways to increase the effectiveness of your marketing. And, you know, you know it. You know, people are so skeptical these days. You know, we're getting sold, you know, thousands of things on a daily basis through radio and, you know, billboards and TV ads. And everybody is becoming hesitant to open up their wallets. So adding social proof as a layer of credibility, and it shows that you've helped people get results, that you have happy customers, and that you have what it takes to help somebody just like them. And that is what is truly important here. So, you know, action step for you here is, you know, I recommend having a dedicated page for social proof on your website. So this could be like success stories or testimonials, but I don't want you to just stop there. You can and you should include these on your application form. You should include social proof on your homepage. If you're creating landing pages for specific marketing campaigns or products, you should include social proof on those as well. This is a really, really good way to increase the level of your marketing. And, you know, when you really get down to it, social proof can take many shapes and forms. So it could be a written testimonial. It could be a before and after photo, but you can also get creative. Like video testimonials are extremely effective because it adds a you know a degree of a personal touch to it because they can actually see the person as opposed to just reading their testimonial. And you know you can also do things like a screenshot of you know an excerpt of an email, a screenshot of a text message, screenshots of Facebook comments. All of these things can be used as social proof and they can be, you know, on your website through provided in emails. It can be used throughout all of your marketing efforts as well. Okay, guys. So, we got number 6 coming up here. Um number 6 is authority. So, establishing yourself as an authority is another really, really effective way to increase your conversion rate on your website to generate more leads. So, I just want you to know that this doesn't need to be as difficult as it may seem. Because you're probably thinking, you know, how the hell do I, you know, position myself as an authority? So, here's just a few ideas for you. You know, articles. If you've written articles for other websites, especially well-named websites, like, you know, we're in the we're in the fitness niche here. So if you've written an article for, you know, bodybuilding.com or T Nation or the PTDC, you know, throw up those as links. You want to reference that and show people that, you know, your content is out there and it is a trusted resource for people. You know, podcasts you've been featured on, that's a really solid one. That's really, really popular right now. Speaking engagements that you've done. You know, I've done speaking engagements for the government of Alberta. I've done speaking engagements for Alberta Health Services. So, you know, you know, you better think that I use those in my marketing. Um, awards you've won. You know, my wife won, you know, Personal Trainer of the Year for the city that we're from. Uh, I believe it was last year and, uh, you know, 2017. So you better believe that was up there on our website. Um, certificates you have. If you have, you know, special certificates that kind of set you, you know, apart from the pack, you definitely want to throw those up. That shows authority. And there's there's so many more ways that you can do that. So you just want to showcase yourself as an authority to your potential customers. When you're sought after by your you know your peers, other professionals, news outlets, different companies, it shows them that 
you are somebody they need to take seriously. And even on a subconscious level, it helps them make the decision to work with you over someone else that they might not see as the same type of authority figure. So what you want to do with these is you want to take the logos of these websites, companies, podcasts, you know, that you've been featured in, you know, any of these awards, and you want to place those on the website. So just like your authority, you you want to put those on your homepage, you want to put them on your application page, those are going to be probably the, the best spots to do it. And, uh, you know, you don't really need to do anything crazy to get these, you know, if, you know, to, to win an award, yeah, maybe it's going to take a little bit of work, but you can start to do some direct outreach to get featured on podcasts. You can submit articles to websites to get your articles featured there. It's a lot easier than you think. Contact them, say, provide them an article. It's a lot easier than you think. I've done it and it is not too difficult. So, you know, you just need a little bit of elbow grease for this one. All right, so rolling into number seven. So number seven, you know, I've got down here as, you know, doing everything is doing nothing. So you've heard the saying that if you try and do everything, you'll accomplish nothing. If you try and catch two rabbits, you'll catch none. There's a lot of variations on this saying, but they still all hold true that if you try and appeal to everything and everyone, you're you're definitely going to speak to no one. And this is really important because you hear it all the time. I've talked about it in my podcast, I think it was last week, about generating more leads through social media. You need to identify your niche. You need to know who your ideal client is. And you need to, you know, start to funnel people towards a specific goal. So the more decisions you try and make someone take through the buying cycle, the less likely they are to buy. And this has been proven time and time again through, you know, professional marketers and split testing that people don't like to make decisions. So you want to try and keep it as simple as possible. And, you know, when I'm teaching fitness professionals to sell, I always teach them to use kind of like an A-B option, present them with option A or option B, and then let them decide. Because if you, you know, show them a piece of paper that lists the, the 35 different packages and options that they can, you know, get at the end of the day, they're just going to get confused and they're probably not going to buy. You just want to make it easy, you know, use your professional opinion, present them with an option and let them decide. And this, you know, holds true for the flow of your website as well. So your your homepage or your landing page should present no more than two to three options. Always remember, we want to funnel them towards a singular decision. And this is a time and there is a time and place to present more options, but on that first point of contact, it's definitely not the time nor the place. So, you know, action step on the homepage of your website, don't present more than two to three of your core services. However, you can definitely have, you know, a web uh, a page on your site that lists all of your services. But, uh, you know, especially when you're using a landing page, if it's a specific marketing campaign, it should just be like a single option. You know, that is super important. And, you know, I I understand how difficult it can be to try and market to your ideal client and trying to get them to take just one action. But, you know, this allows you to perform your job better when you're taking your ideal clients and it allows you to help them get better results as well because you're proven to get that same person results. So, you know, tool for you, if you are designing landing pages using something like ClickFunnels, again, 14-day free trial in the notes, you know, feel free to uh, snatch that up, play around. It is a really, really powerful tool. All right, so number eight. Number eight is website photos. Now, the imagery on your website provides you with a massive opportunity 
if they're used correctly, and that's the key. And if they're used incorrectly, it can really shoot you in the foot. So something I really want you to take home from this is that people buy from people and people buy from people they like. So I'm going to repeat that for you. People buy from people and people buy from people they like. So I just want you to chew on that for a second. So the imagery on your website provides an opportunity to connect with your audience and attract your ideal demographic that's ready to work with you. So just take a second to think, have you ever sat down in a consultation and kind of immediately knew that you just didn't click with the person? You know, you knew it wasn't a good fit. You knew that your kind of personalities clashed a little bit. You know, I've been there and I'm sure you have as well. And this is why imagery and video provides so much value. These mediums allow you to showcase yourself, your authenticity, and your personality to your audience. So when they see you, it allows them to start to build a connection with you. It builds trust. And this simply can't be done when you use generic stock photography. So the biggest thing I want you to do is use high quality photos of you and your team on your website. So if you are running a facility, you can use high photos of your team. If it is just you, use use high quality photos of yourself. So if you don't have any photos, because not everybody does, not everybody's got this budget for photographers, you know, find an up and coming photographer looking to build their portfolio. You don't need, you know these super high quality photos that are, you know, going to be blown up on a wall. You just need good photos. They don't have to be revolutionary. So find an up and coming photographer that is, you know, they're building up their portfolio. Their rates are a little bit lower or try and find a, a client or a friend or a family member that you might be able to do, you know, an exchange of services with or simply buck up and, you know, hire a photographer you know, you can find photographers, you can get a photo shoot done for like 150 bucks, you know, like it's not that much. Um, And, you know, you just want to make sure that your photos are in line with your target audience. This is a little bonus tip. So if you are targeting, you know, unexperienced women trainees age 30 to 40, you don't want to post shirtless selfies of you after you just dieted for a photo shoot, you know, this is definitely going to play against you. So like I said, your photos can be super good for you or really, really bad. And then just a few, a few tools for you. So, um, Pixlr, that's a P I X L R. This is a free online photo editing software. Uh, very free. You can use it to edit photos if you don't have something like Photoshop and then a couple other tools, unsplash and Pexels. These are free stock photography. There's going to be a time and a place for stock photos. Um, there's certain things that they're totally fine with, but you definitely want to make sure that you are showcasing yourself on your website, but you might have like an ad or, or something like that, that you might be able to get away with stock photos. And then stock photos can get pretty pricey if you're using something like iStock photo or Getty images or something like that. So there, there definitely is, um, some good free options out there for that. So number nine, what story are you telling? So to expand on number eight, you know, like I said, people buy from people and people buy from people they like, you want to use your website as an opportunity to tell your story. So not just through your photos, but through text as well. 
So tell the story about you. Be real. Be authentic. Be vulnerable. Use it as an opportunity to connect with your audience. The messaging you use on your website and social media is a major player in not just attracting your customers, but attracting your ideal customers. If you can attract people that resonate with you, your personality, your message, they're going to be a higher quality client than just some random person that, you know, looked you up in the phone book and called you. Obviously, we no one uses the phone book anymore, but the analogy holds true. Your ideal client is going to be somebody who is going to pay you more and last longer. That's the person you want. You don't want to waste your time with these people that are going to train with you for two weeks and then stop. You want that person that's going to be with you for life. And that person is your ideal customer. And you can use your, you know, your your wording, your messaging, your photos, your videos to create a degree of trust and a connection with them before they even contact you. And that makes that sale so much easier. So action step for you is use your website to tell that story. Showcase the value and the benefits you offer that potential customer. Show that you've been in their shoes and you can help people just like them. You know, be honest and authentic. Tell them your story. People want to know that you're human. They don't want to work with that picture of perfection. You know, they that usually puts people off. They want to work with someone that's real. And, you know, just like I was saying, being more authentic and telling your story is when you jump into a, a consultation or a strategy session, your conversion rate is going to be so much higher because you've already built that connection with them. All right. So the last one I got here is structure and layout. So this is kind of just like a rapid fire few ideas here for you. And most people, you know, make the mistake of forcing potential customers to work really, really hard to understand what they offer. And you want you don't want if you try and make people work hard, they're just not like they they simply they aren't people people are lazy, people aren't going to work hard. They don't want to have to think. They just want to you know clear and concise, take action, get what they want, and get out. People aren't going to work hard, so don't make your work your website and make them work hard. So here's a short list of some pro tips. Um, so you know on your website, I want you to have a clearly defined offer, and this should be customer and value centric. So when they first land on your website. They should immediately know what you do and understand why they should care. And that second part is really, really important. Why should they care about what you do? What value do you provide them? What benefit are they going to get out of it? Don't list the features. List the benefits. They don't care what features you have. All they care is the result that they're going to get from working with you. They shouldn't have to think about what it is. They shouldn't have to think about if it's for them. They should just know. Make it easy. Make it simple. IPath. This is really, really important, and I guarantee nobody listening is thinking about the iPath of their website. So just visualize this for a second. When viewing a website, our eyes move in a Z pattern. So I want you to think of a big capital Z in front of you. So we're going to scan the top from left to right, and then we pan diagonally down and scan from left to right. That is the pattern we look at a website. This is why it's really important to position our call to action in the top right of a website. Because that follows the eye path that people do this. And this isn't this isn't just fluff. This is stuff that people have shown with heat maps and tracking websites that this is where people's eyes focus when they're viewing a website. So, you know, make sure, call to action, top right, and you want to have a solid message above the fold because you want to get catch all of that information solid without having to make them scroll. And uh, bite-sized breakdown of your services and your offers. 
Like we said, we want to keep things simple. We want to herd the cattle and we want to funnel them towards one action that you want them to take. So you want to highlight your services or your offers on the homepage, but keep it focused and keep it simple. Two to three max, okay? If you have a multitude of services, try and group them together under an umbrella. Try and is there kind of a commonality between them that you can use to create a little bit of direction? Because I've seen websites where they list all of their, you know, nutritional services or personal training services on the homepage and people are lost. Like they're, they're done. They're, you're not holding them onto the website. And, you know, secondly, don't get too wordy. We live in a world of instant gratification, you know, people scan websites they don't read. So I want you to focus on delivering your message concisely through words and support the words through relevant imagery and text when it's relevant. Once they get deeper into your website, that's when you can start to provide a little bit more information. You know, you can have nice lengthy blog posts that are great for, you know, search engine optimization. But when it comes to where they land, so your landing page or your homepage, you want that to be concise. If they don't get, if they don't see what they're going to get within like the first paragraph or you know first little bit, they're lost. You've lost them. They're they're going to go on. If they don't immediately know what you offer, why they should care, they're gone. If they have to read you know sixteen paragraphs of you know ten point font, they're just not going to. So it doesn't matter you know how cool your story is, how awesome you are, you know you've you've lost them. And you know last but not least. I just want you to know that, you know, adding authority, social proof, and a contact application form to your landing page is super beneficial. So we've talked about the homepage, we've talked about having, you know, your two to three offerings, you know, your opt-in, your call to action, but right on that landing page, as they scroll, think about telling them a story. You know, they're going to be like, oh, this is what they offer. Oh, here is some authority that they've created. They've been on these, you know, three podcasts written on these websites. They've been on the news and stuff that resonates with them. Oh, here's some, you know, here's some success stories. People just like me that have gotten results. And then they continue to scroll down and it's like, bam, you know, apply for coaching. Yeah, this person, I really want to work with them. Boom, they enter in their information. They apply to work with you. You want to funnel them towards a singular direction. Each one of those steps is breaking down those barriers, building trust, building connection, so that once they get down there, they're ready to work with you. So that is essentially what I want you to think of. You know, this this 10-point checklist is kind of like your first line of defense to escaping that kind of like abyss of lost customers and shining a light on capturing new leads. Everything here can be completed without spending a dime on advertising. And that's really what I want to hit home on. None of this is like Facebook advertising and tactics. It's just taking what you already have and optimizing it so that you're generating more leads so that you can stop losing potential customers. That That's the key. So your website's kind of like your home base, you know, your digital footprint, your digital, you know, uh, business card. And it is, you know, the first potential point for them to find you, but it's also you know, the the first potential point to lose them. So when they're coming off social media, they're generally going to go to your website. You know, if they're Googling you by name, if you've got that recognition, they're going to go to your website. And I want to help you increase the chance of you actually landing that person once they go to your website. You know, you want to have one leg up on your competition, not giving your competition one foot in the door, right? Like you don't want to have your website suck so much it makes your competition look good. So, you know, if uh, if anybody is looking for any assistance with this stuff, this is something I do all the time. I love this shit. And, uh, you know, like, you know, I help, you know, 
online nutrition coaches attract qualified leads to generate predictable cash flow. So if that is something that you are looking for, you know, you've taken my advice to, you know, delegate, delete, or defer, I'm somebody that you can delegate this stuff to. So as always, hit me up. Let me know what you thought. You can find this checklist in the show notes or on the website, landonp.com slash 34. Download it. Find the link to all of the tools for, you know, click funnels, all of the email marketing, you know, the, the photo editing software. But use this tool. It is your first line of defense, guys. All right. Until next time. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode of the L2 Fitness and Business Podcast. And it would help us so much if you enjoyed today's episode. If you could leave us a review in iTunes, take a screenshot, share it on Instagram and Facebook, tag me at Landon Pobrin, and make sure to check out my website, landonp.com, where you can find all of my podcasts, the show notes, and all of the freebies there. And also, if you're looking for some nutrition coaching on the website, you'll be able to apply for coaching. All right, guys, we'll see you next week.